0: Welcome back, everyone, to another week's episode of Architecture Matters Podcast. We're your hosts, Nicholas Trevino and Diana Luvenal. Welcome Woo-hoo. home. Welcome home. Thank you, guys. Another week. Another week. Another week, another episode. Mm-hmm. This week, we had Wesley McClory on our podcast. Yeah. A fellow uh, graduate from Texas Tech. He graduated with his master's. And we went into deep conversation on the undergrad and the master's program.
1: Yeah, that was really interesting to know, you know, as one that has only the undergraduate mm-hmm. seeing what's it like up there, you know. And then also he talked about, you know, his his job, his current job, you know, what he's doing.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of CD work, a lot is fast mm-hmm. pace. Um, you know, he's in the DFW area. He's in Arlington. Yeah. So it's good to know that there's another, you know. Tech graduate, another you know fellow. Who, who's not in here? Who's, who's like, yeah? Come on, let's be real. If you graduate if you bro, if, if you graduate from Tech, you you're DFW. If you're not DFW, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. yeah. But um, you know, we we kind of went through each studio um in undergrad and grad. We really touched on the different types of grad classes and the projects mm-hmm. that he did, mm-hmm. um, and also um touched briefly on the what we spoke about in a previous episode. The um I was gonna say G R E. Oh <laughs> Not no. the G R E. The the you know you gotta pre- present your grad studios mm-hmm.
1: Theses or whatever that yeah, exam is to, yeah. to,
0: to graduate. Um and if this is on YouTube, even on the audio, you <laughs> will hear some you'll hear me dying basically. Oh my god. <laughs> I recently got a, a little puppy, he's three months old, yeah. and I didn't want throw I didn't want to throw him in the cage. I thought he would behave. He did yeah that. wrong he yeah did i got battle scars diana's got battle scars dude so, you know we apologize for that but again wesley mcglory so happy that he was able to come onto the podcast to join us so yeah join thank us. you
1: for coming to and stay tuned listen to this podcast please
0: yes <laughs> uh share it with all your friends families Uh, you know yourself you know maybe you know sometimes you just need a a kickback oh yeah while you're working you know remember um, what you're doing exactly remember why you love what you're doing Mm -hmm. it's all fun it's all fun Uh, you can contact us reach us at arc matters uh, podcast on instagram dm us any topics conversations that you guys would like to hear if you'd like to be on the podcast reach out Uh, we're available on spotify um, apple Apple. Podcasts, Mm -hmm. google anchor uh, Breaker, a bunch of other stuff uh, We filmed, may or may not be on YouTube If you want to If you want to see me get killed by my dog If it's in the film uh, you know, Oh my go god, you should totally out. post that <laughs> We'll see, we'll see How you been? You've been in uh, Arlington
2: working. Yeah, I've been here for about a year now.
0: About a year. Nice, nice. Uh, what have you been working on at the at the office that you're, tr- uh, that you're at?
2: Ugh. I do a lot of retail work. We have projects that are about like five thousand square feet and smaller, and some that are at least one hundred fifty-five thousand square feet.
0: Oh wow, nice, pretty big. Um, so let's let's kind of just tell the the listeners kind of like how you got into architecture, uh, why you chose Texas Tech. You know, I kind of want to. You know, you're actually the first person on the podcast that's graduated with their masters. So we want to kind of go deep into that and kind of, you know, the difference between undergrad and grad and kind of, you know, that whole process of, you know, finally finishing, feeling that accomplishment and then going into the workforce. So, like, you know, where are you from and, and how did you, like, pick tech?
2: Okay. I'm originally from the Sugarland area, which is right outside of Houston. Okay. I actually started around, like, after my sister graduated with her, with her bachelor's degree. hmm yeah, her gift for my parents is going to be a new house.
0: <laughs> nice <laughs> man, I want that gift. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
2: yeah, so when we were just looking at houses, we saw some that were too luxurious now, price range, and then we saw some that were like they really need to renovate. I'm like, no, this is unacceptable. So I just wanted to get back to the community with better houses. Oh, nice,
0: that's nice. good, man, that's awesome. So then after that, you just decided, like, you know, the architecture is, is what I want to go and study. Yes. Nice, nice. And then so, like, how did you, like, did you look into, like, any schools? How was that process, you know, for undergrad?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, Houston has good schools. Right. i yeah, I'm like, yeah nah, fuck Houston, let's you leave. Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: you're from Houston originally or Sugar Land area? Right. Or so you're like, nah, I just got to get out of here. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to go somewhere <laughs> else. Or what, what What was the deal there?
2: It actually goes back to high school. Like, so I knew I wanted to go to the University of Houston for architecture and heard good things about their program. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really didn't know how to get started, so I just... From what I heard, just really focus on math and have a strength in numbers.
0: Mm. The U of H program. Yeah. Okay. And then go ahead. And it
2: was my senior year when I started applying to different schools and took a lot of schools into consideration. And I did get into University of Houston, but I didn't get into architecture. Gotcha. I started looking okay. elsewhere. Yeah. And with Texas Tech, I wasn't fully admitted to either take my first semester easier. or start taking classes over the summer. So I just like take my first semester easy. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like the fall semester of my second year where I started taking architecture courses at Texas Tech.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Nice. How about um, like you went to, in high school, do they have like any um, programs for it? And not really. No? Because you know some high schools have like programs for architecture or whatever, other ones. Like didn't you have...
0: Uh, my, my high school, like, the junior, senior year, you could do, like, CAD classes. Okay. So, they, you know, it's, like, uh, you're building or designing the bridges, and then you're, you're testing the weight. Like, you build bridges out of, like, basswood. And then you could test the weight um, to see if, like, your trusses and structure were actually, like, hold up. So, like, your high school didn't have anything kind of, like, leading up or preparing, like, anything, like, design-related? Not really. Okay. So your first semester at Tech, it, it wasn't, like, straight into studio? Kind of had to, like, ease your way in.
2: Yeah, so I was just doing my basics my first year, and then my second year I started taking the architecture courses, which was freehand drawing and then DES with Upe.
0: Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, um, when you had entered tech, the program was a little different. Like, that first studio wasn't studio. Right. Right? Walk us through that, that process, because, like, we're familiar with, like, the current curriculum, like, you know, when you graduated with your master's. Mm-hmm. But, but we
1: also didn't go... Right, right, but like that's what we heard
0: about. Like mm-hmm. everybody, you know, under us, that's what they experienced. So like what was that first year of architecture school like in the, in the old program? Like classes and types of work that you did?
2: Well, the first semester we had two architecture classes. That was freehand drawing and then DES. Uh,
0: explain DES.
2: That's Design Environment Society. That's more of the hands-on course that we took our first semester in architecture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who, who taught that one? That was with Upe. Upe.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I think uh, they're, still, they're still doing that, right? I yeah. think so, But yeah. that freehand class has transitioned into an actual studio right? with uh, Mayor. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then, uh, so, like, walk us through, like, the type of projects you did uh, in each studio and then kind of, like, that process and then, you know, leading into, like, how did you prepare? Or, like, why did you even choose to, to go into the master's program?
2: Okay, so for the freehand drawing, like, all we do is just draw for about three hours, twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, I first started with the basics. Like Our first time was to draw a leaf, and then the next time it was something more complex. Okay. And then towards the end of the semester, we were drafting a mechanical object we had to take apart. Mm-hmm. And my mechanical object was a, it was a search protector. I was able to unscrew and all six of the sides.
0: Okay. It was more like reverse engineering, like an object and kind of like orthographic projections? Right. Okay, okay.
2: Nice. I just did six elevations. That was our final project. Mm-hmm. It took about two to three weeks.
0: Okay. Everything was by hand, right? For the, the freehand drawing? Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. Who taught that
2: one? Cool. It was taught by main professors, but I had Jado.
0: Oh, I think no, I probably wasn't there when, no. once we got there. Okay. Okay, nice. And then uh, what about studio two, three, four, you know, going like just your undergrad types of projects that, that the, they did in the studios?
2: And we started taking studio that following semester, mm-hmm. and they changed it differently from how it was previously taught. Since we had three different instructors for the entire studio, oh wow! Yeah, so we have like spent like about four weeks with the first instructor. And it was either construction, design, and drawing. Mm-hmm. And with construction, we're actually building like ac- actual models. Mm-hmm. If we started with like tiny process models, then it eventually became the six foot models. Oh wow! Wow. Nice. <laughs> well, uh,
0: what was the program for those, or like? So it was, like, a rotating studio situation? Like, how do, yeah. how does that work? Because, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure no one is familiar with that. It's pretty much one professor, you know, in your studio, and that's that's all you have for the whole semester. So, like, how did that even work?
2: And it was a rotation process. And, okay. You know, the first assignment, like, before we started the rotations, we all had to take 20 images of ourselves to create a story. Mm. After that, we looked around, and then we started getting to our rotations. And my first rotation was the construction, where we started building the models. Mm-hmm. And then once that ended, like the final day of the rotation was a final review. Mm-hmm. And once we had our final review, we had to document everything and upload it. Oh, and wow. then we went to our an next rotation, And for me, that was drawing. We were actually drafting actual buildings.
0: Uh, which ones? Like like okay. buildings on campus or like precedents or something like you're designing? How did that work?
2: It was more precedents. So okay. we're all partnered up, but we're working together for our research. But when it came to drafting the buildings, we're on our own. Okay. So we were picking buildings at random and my partner picked the Villa Rotunda. Okay. Nice. nice. So I thought it was going to be easy since it was symmetrical, but it took... No. <laughs> <laughs> Worst
1: decision
0: ever. And, and this is all Studio 2, all done by hand, right? There's no right. there's no digital class or no digital has been introduced, right?
2: In a different class it has been.
0: Oh, okay. That same semester? Yes. But they weren't imple- implementing it yet in your Studio
2: 2? Oh, they tried to, like after spring break?
0: Okay. What
1: what, um, what were they teaching for the project? Um, the What is it? The, <laughs> <laughs> the digital class? Yeah, the digital. What were they teaching?
2: Yeah, because in previous years, like digital media was correlated with studio, but since it was different this year, it was hard to connect the two. So that's why we had to connect it with our the drafting portion of studio. Mm-hmm. And that was to draft a plan, elevation and section and out of the building we had in studio.
1: And they were showing like rhino or rabbit or none
2: of those programs yeah, they didn't teach us for then, but we did go into rhino like after spring break mm. It's once we finished our drafting assignment and cad we did run it for the rest of the semester
1: okay
0: were mm. the were the year above you using mm. digital at all Yes, a lot they were um what about when they were in your situation so like when the year above you was in studio two after spring break, were they doing digital? So, like, is that process kind of how the school was being ran at the moment? Or this your year as Studio 2 was, like, the first year tech started to, like, bring in digital into the studio. Does that make sense? A little bit. Do do, do you know, or, do, or was that just kind of typical?
2: Well, they did have the same classes taught. Like, when I was the first year and then the years above me, I mm-hmm. took it.
1: So whenever you got to tech, that's whenever you learned the programs? Like you never knew anything about the programs of architecture? Just whenever you went to tech, that's where you learned them?
2: Yes, that's when I first started to experience the programs. And I was looking at the catalog, like one of the prereqs for digital media was AutoCAD. Uh-huh. I was trying to do what I can with AutoCAD, but it's hard to pick up on my own.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you had, you had tried to like look into CAD before starting school? Right. Kind of just like different. Like, did you like download it? Try to like just look around the interface, kind of see what it is?
2: I was able to download it and see what it was. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I mean, how,
0: how much did that help? So, like, did to you, know. Right. Like, did you use CAD in in school? He's going crazy. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> Come here, boy. not really a lot. Okay. So, but, did, did you look into Rhino? Because Rhino was being used. Like, the main, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's all we used was Rhino. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So, like, before you entered school did you like like download rhino look into it kind of on your own
2: no man they didn't tell us about rhino until after spring break okay so you had never heard about rhino
0: until they told you. this is (laughs) crazy who knows about rhino i know (laughs) yeah no one really knows about it it's cad is very very familiar how so like because you looked into cad before school once you got into rhino how comfortable kind of were you because you've already seen something similar Was it was it still a bit of a learning curve? Like, should people kind of like what would you recommend to students who are going into architecture? Like look into the program now just to like know what you're going to look at later or just it's not really worth it. Just wait till they teach you in school. Like what would be your opinion?
2: I guess I would say to get familiar with the program since Mm -hmm. that's the program that we use at the office. Right.
0: Okay.
1: You use Revit?
2: No, we're starting to.
0: Oh, okay.
1: What program do you guys use?
2: Right now we're in AutoCAD, but we are starting to slowly transition into Revit. Oh, that's
1: really good. good. Well, I mean, at least you're doing AutoCAD. (laughs) (laughs) What are you using, Diana? (laughs) Data what? (laughs) DataCAD. Yeah, have you heard of it?
2: I've heard of an interview with the firm, but it was easy to go from AutoCAD to DataCAD, but not the other way around. Yeah,
1: it's like something else, like an old, old version of
2: AutoCAD.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of it. Yeah, me neither. And I
1: got I've, to the office and I was like,
0: "Whoa!" And I've never used it, and I probably never will. I mean, you tell me it's similar to Cat. It's really
1: easy. It's like two D. <laughs> Apparently, there's like a three D version, but we don't use that. And Why? it didn't. <laughs> when you have rhino, it doesn't work. Rhiz- I tried. Oh, it looks it, ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know. It doesn't know what to do with it. Mm, but it's all two D lines. We're just copying, pasting. It's like kind of like Rhino in a way, but without the three D. The three D, yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So then once, so, uh, once you, you know, started using more of Rhino, right, because the graphics class in Studio 2, like going to Studio 3, did you guys start designing, like, did they give you like a program and, you know, square footage, you know, you need this type of rooms, like this is your site, etc., like a typical studio? Is that when things kind of ramped up when you were taking, you know, undergrad
2: in the second semester of my second year of architecture classes, yes. What studio was that? So, uh, what? Uh, for me, it was Studio Three before they changed the curriculum a little bit.
0: Okay. Okay. What did, What did uh, What was the the program? What was the project?
2: And we could do whatever we want as long as we had a coffee shop.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Was it Was there a site, or it was kind of like uh, generic?
2: Yeah, we had a site in Lubbock that's close okay. to the First Friday Art Trail. Like, I want to say behind the. Charles Adams Gallery, if that's what it's called.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, I know the one that has like that roof, that, that terrace, and it's kind of like it's like a curved roof on there. Yeah,
2: it's right across the street from the Public Avalanche Journal building.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. nice, nice. So, what was it on an empty site or is like one of those buildings? I don't remember what exactly was behind it.
2: It was an empty site. It was an empty parking lot that we used. Oh, nice. Okay,
0: how did that go? Like, what was like some requirements? It was all digital, all by hand. What were they kind of pushing?
2: It was all digital, and they were asking for renders. Really?
1: <laughs> so, you got to Studio Three, and <laughs> he needs a toy. and hey, no.
0: Do you mind grabbing me one? It's, it's right there. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. Dude, he's, Break. He's like n- like nibbling or chomping off my fingers. He needs a distraction. Oh my god. Okay, so. Go, go ahead, Studio <laughs> 3, what was the, like, like, what were they focusing on? It was kind of just throwing you in the deep end with, with digital? Oh,
1: yeah, like mm-hmm. you said, uh, you needed renders. So mm-hmm. what program did you use? Did you know any renders programs at that point?
2: Yeah, a little bit, like, they started to introduce V-Ray for rindos, part mm-hmm. of Digital Media 2, the previous semester. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the class? Yeah, so I was able to... Do something with V-Ray and Photoshop. Mm, okay, oh,
1: nice, so that's what you used. Yeah. Wow.
0: Nice. Uh, what about Studio Four and Five? What, what did? Uh, what type of projects did you do there?
2: I guess that's going into third year. Mm-hmm. And then the the fall semester was a boutique hotel in Lubbock. Oh, it was okay. At the intersection of Fourth and Indiana, like another mm-hmm. empty lot, so we had a large site to work with. Mm-hmm. It was a boutique hotel, and for me, my project was. Trying to figure out how I can use water to create a healing.
0: Oh, nice, nice. Yes, that's okay. When, okay, so that, this is actually an interesting, interesting, topic in conversation. So, like you mentioned, this concept of introducing uh, healing, right? Like right. Wa- using water to create healing. Is that what you said? Yes. So, like, when in in what stage of undergrad did you begin using these concepts to drive like the form? shape and the layout of your building because in studio you know two right or three you're I mean it didn't really sound like you were implementing these concepts right but then you talk about this b- boutique and that's like the first thing you mentioned so yeah. like like tell like when did you really start or like why did you like did someone teach you that was that just kind of what you wanted to do like to research how, do, how does that work
2: it's really Focusing on the form follows function. Okay. Because one of our assignments was to create different options, like different spaces of the building, and then mm-hmm. to arrange the spaces how we wanted to. Then mm-hmm. with the way I had my spaces arranged, like it all worked perfectly, like as a one-story hotel. But I had to go four stories just to prove that I understand vertical circulation.
0: Okay. Okay. And where where did the that concept come from? Using water as healing.
2: It came like early on as a design process. Mm-hmm. That's what my instructor saw. What I was doing is like look up the. He told me to look up the Indian stepwells, and that's how I started to implement that in my building.
0: Okay. And like so, how did like what did he see in in your project that like reminded
2: like what were you doing? It's like my form was a U-shaped building. If that makes sense, Mm -hmm. and I was trying to focus on how I can use water to create a healing. And then once I understood the Indian stepwells, I had like one Indian stepwell like on the inside of the building, so like the visitors can understand what they're getting what they're going to experience. Mm-hmm. I also had a larger step outside that didn't go as deep as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's, that's a pretty interesting concept.
1: Right? Um, what has been your your favorite project from tech? I mean, in bachelor's, right? In undergrad. undergrad.
0: <laughs> He's like, I don't <laughs> even remember. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounded like that, that was a pretty good yeah,
1: one. Yeah, because I was mm-hmm. like, a, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Your, i i feel like your first real project is almost like your baby you know like the other ones that you mentioned in previous studios were it wasn't really uh you know a touchy, right yeah and they don't they, they give you a list it's down <laughs> <laughs> he's probably in the i know film. um you know like the projects before probably um it's more generic it's more like um like, glasshole, you're just kind of doing rituals and kind of making these spaces and whatnot. But, like, a boutique, it actually sounds like a, a, like an actual project. But, I mean, yeah, so which, which one, like, is that one of, probably, like, your favorite from your undergrad? Like, you know, because it's a real, it sounds like a, it's a real project. Plans, sections, renders, mm-hmm. axons, you know, the gist. Yeah, it
2: was one of them. Mm-hmm. It was at the beginning of the semester, like, our assignment was to research different hotels and draw different spaces, Mm -hmm. And then as I was doing my research and drafting out the different hotel rooms, I started to get interested in the different hotels I was Mm -hmm. drafting.
1: So I guess from going back from the school, I mean, now you work doing retail, right? So over there you did a lot of projects, kind of like retail in a way. Mm -hmm. Is that something you really are passionate about or you like something else besides retail?
2: It was residential that was why i wanted to go into architecture in the first right. place i know right.
1: yeah you mm. mentioned it at first but now you're re- doing retail do you still mm. like housing or do you did you found some more connection with retail
2: because mm. yeah, with retail it's really fast based, so you really have to make sure that you're not wasting a lot of time on the projects or else the firm won't make a profit right. oh, okay so like um
0: what else did you do in your undergrad? Like after that boutique project, was it still more retail projects? Because one was like a coffee shop, right? You had to include a coffee shop. Another's a, a boutique hotel. What were the other one or two after that? Were they also retail or did it go residential?
2: It was neither. Neither. What were they? Yeah, the next semester was a community fitness center in downtown Dallas. Like okay.
0: Nice. I, I, I would part. love that. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Okay. And the other one?
2: Or yeah, the next one was for a study abroad.
0: Okay. Oh, we should talk about that. Go ahead. Where did yeah. you
2: go? We went to Seville, Spain. Seville.
0: Nice. So the water tower, right? Was it a water tower or they did something different back then?
2: They did something different.
0: Well, what did you guys do?
2: Uh, we had a site that was along the bridge. as no, was along the river, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then with my project, like I was trying to figure out how I can bring the active life of Seville into the river. Mm. So I decided to create a big deck that's uh like a pier yeah
0: okay nice
2: like so sends into the water so people can understand what the water is and wow that sounds really nice. active life and trying to have people dancing on it <laughs> nice and dude so, nice i can already picture is that it, section is that in your portfolio
0: that is that project did you add that one? Oh uh, yeah nice i will send uh show me a link afterwards I, i'd like to check that out yeah. sounds like a really fun project all right so it was more urban and, and, and retail in undergrad, right? Is Do you think that had an impact of why you kind of went into commercial? Re, commercial retail for your first job? Or, you know, it's just, you know, the times are the times and you want to get a job, you just want to get your foot in the door and kind of see if this is like what you want to do, you, you know, because you know you want to do residential, but before you actually do it, are you like, hey, you know, let me just see if retail is any good, if I like it, or did undergrad doing retail commercial kind of convince you to to try and try it out like so how did that work
2: it was like school just really exposed me everywhere from like the Mm -hmm. urban aspect and then to working with actual buildings Mm -hmm.
0: okay so then um how did so what was the process going into grad did you want to do grad like you knew from the from the jump studio one all right like I know I'm going to get my master's you know the plan is to get license right because if you're doing your master's you pretty much the goal is to get licensed. Right. So was that your mindset from the beginning?
2: It's From the beginning, I knew I wanted to go deep into my education since my mom has a PhD and my sister has two master's degrees.
0: Wow, nice. Man, and educated family. I know, absolutely. right? Congratulations. That, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So then what was that pro So like, you already knew you wanted to do your master's. So, you're, you know, you're pretty much studying abroad and, you know, you're thinking, okay, now it's time to apply you know, for for because graduate people just graduated undergrad right now. You know, talk us through that process of how to apply for grad school, what to look for, why you would even want to do it, the benefits. Uh, you know, and then some things that you know the disadvantages.
1: Yeah, because you know. I mean, we have our bachelors, right? Right. We, Is there really a difference? You know, in the program, like in the program, or at the job? You know, in general.
2: Ryan right, would we'll take you back to. It was my final semester of undergrad. Mm-hmm. So I knew I wasn't going to start grad school right away, but all of my friends were or something. Okay, I was just applying to jobs. Okay. I just went on the job hunt for like much longer than expected, to make a long story short. Mm-hmm. So I'm just applying everywhere and then I was sending out cold emails. Mm. It was uh, around like late October, I heard back from friends that they invited me for an interview. And I had to have my interview with them over Thanksgiving break. Okay. I never do hear back from after that. Uh oh, man. Sometimes we get ghosted. <laughs> and you're like, damn it. Yeah. Masters, here
0: I come. <laughs> so this is all pre-masters, post-undergrad. Right. So you were actually looking to get some experience before doing your masters?
2: Yeah, so I can have like better conversations with my student instructors when I'm working on my projects.
0: Okay. Because
1: I remember seeing you in the job fair. Yeah. But you were already in grad school, right? I think yeah. that was like
3: what?
2: two years ago
1: when did you graduate last august okay yeah so you were probably like second mm, no first year probably but i remember seeing you doing that and i was wondering so you did do in internships before or while you were in master's
2: and then I was looking, and that's why I went to the career fair. Mm. Mm. So I, I mean, this just shows
0: how long of a process it is to actually get a I freaking know. job. <laughs> yes. Like, you, you were, like, about to graduate undergrad, and you were looking for these internships, but, you know, you couldn't. And then, you know, even during your master's, of course, you're going to these career fairs trying to get those internships and it's just it just proves and shows how tough it is it's not just oh let me send out 10 and it's like oh yeah nine of them bit and yeah now i get to choose my picking it's (laughs) like that's that's not how it works yeah exactly so um so once you know is so that's kind of why you decided to just jump into the masters right couldn't really find the right opportunity so you know let me just get it over with
2: yeah, because the reason I was getting rejected was because I didn't have any experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. Yeah.
1: So you graduated your master's and you still didn't do internship? Or oh, you already had
3: one?
2: Still so didn't do an internship.
1: So this one is your first job?
2: Yes. Oh, nice. Congrats. Man. Yeah. That's good.
0: I mean, yeah, once once you graduate uh, undergrad or grad, if you can get get a job as soon as possible, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's, that's gold That's because yeah. a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you're a rare breed, you know, and it's great that you have your master's because, you know, they, they see you put in that extra time and effort into getting that degree. They know you're serious about the education, serious about, you know, getting licensed.
1: Yeah. How Hope much?
0: So during, so, all right, so two things. Let's start with the first thing. What's What are the differences between undergrad and grad? And uh, just for, to make it clear, undergrad and grad was both at tech, right? Right. Okay so like what, are the, what what would you say the main differences are between those programs, the undergrad and the grad?
2: Well for me, like undergrad it was 12 hours of work, well, 14 hours since we had a studio and then three other classes to take, and at the graduate level it was the same thing, but instead of having like, 14 hours of work about it was just 11 hours total. But the first semester was just only two classes, studio and then the integrative building modeling class. Okay so
0: that was just nine so hours it was a light load. So in grad, the the first semester is lighter. Yeah.
1: So I also have heard that whenever you're doing your undergrad, you're more in a way, we call it like baby. And when you turn to the masters, you're more independent in the way. Like they let you do your more on your own. Is that how it happened?
2: Yes, because it wasn't until... First semester of my third year where the new dean came in and started making all these changes. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a lottery in our undergraduate years, we were all placed in our studio at random and everyone in the same studio did the exact same project. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was different was the site. And from my community fitness center, we have one studio had a, their site in Denver. Another site, another studio had their site in Seattle and then the other three were in Dallas.
1: Mm. Yours was what? I
2: was in Dallas.
1: You were in Dallas?
0: Grad, grad studios? Mm-hmm.
2: Which was undergrad. undergrad. Undergrad, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, because I was telling him that how um, whenever you're doing your undergrad, you're kind of like more babied right. in a way, right. and then you turn into grad and you're more in, independent. Mm-hmm. It's They expect a lot more. Right.
0: right? How, so it, that's true? Like how much hand-holding did they do in grad? Not, not too much. It was kind of like, He's like nah. you know what you're doing, <laughs> just go ahead. Like you know what's expected?
2: Yeah, it's like they're still giving you guidance, but also trying to help you keep your style.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Uh, did you have um, similar professors, like, in your grad? Or were they, like, th- totally different professors? Like, you you never even knew them, their first time teaching there at the school? Or, like, how was that? Because, of course, like, uh, Zook, Stefani, um, Rob, you know, they, they teach both undergrad and grad. So, like, is that, like... Your situation? Somewhat. Okay. Who did you have? Um in in your masters?
2: I guess the first studio, the integrated studio, that was with Neiman and that was the only section that was offered. Okay. And then the next master had Upe. Okay. That was an adaptive reuse studio. Adaptive reuse Adaptive Reuse. Okay.
1: And all of the projects were with like with a partner or it was individual?
2: It all came down to who you took for your studio. Oh, okay. And my next studio was with Matt Garcia. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's an actual architect, and our site was in Austin.
3: Nice.
2: And my following studio was with Dr. Stefani.
3: hmm.
2: And so at first, we were on our own doing precedent research. And then as we got closer to spring break and going to actual, going to see our site, that's when we started to work in groups.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. C- can you explain the like integrative, like the different types of studios in, in the grad? So, like, your first was integrative, your second was adaptive reuse, your third and fourth with those other professors. I mean, they they had a name for it, right? right. So, like, what's in, What's an integrative
2: studio? That's basically applying everything you've learned in undergrad and you're working in groups of three. Mm-hmm. So, my team, we, well, we all had the same program, but that was a 15,000 square foot house for a wheelchair-bound doctor and a family of four.
0: Okay, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I remember that one. Even even... Neiman, Neiman does that project like every semester. <laughs> but those those um but apparently is good, right? Yeah, well you those white models, what what did he call them? The the models that y'all did? Um there was a certain name for it. Yeah. Those are so cool. Cause it's almost it's almost like like inverse. Like, right? right? Cause you do multiple and it's almost like one. Like is massing, but then the void and the uh, like becomes the massing. In the what other. is it like clay or what? No, no, it's not clay. It's 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 all wood, and you spray paint it white.
2: Okay, yeah, it's the two-sided models that
0: we did. Like yeah, those. On.
2: Do you remember the name of them?
0: He had a name, mm. but I I forgot. But those are super cool. So integrative is basically uh, using everything you learn in undergrad, right? Right, mm-hmm. and then you did a, a residential home for ADA, basically. Yes. Okay. And then the second, what was uh, adaptive reuse? Explain what that
2: is. Yeah. So we didn't, so we worked with a building that was, that's been abandoned for a while now. I'd mm-hmm. say since the 80s. Okay. And then since the shell was already done, all we had to do was come in and renovate it. Okay. Since it used to be a, I believe it was a, I don't know the name, but it was an abandoned building for Lubbock Power and Light. Ah, ne-
0: it's next to the where the taco trucks are at uh, First Friday.
2: Yeah, it's a intersection of Fifth and J. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, did everyone do the same program inside the historical building or? No, we all did different programs. Okay, and yours was.
2: I was a barbecue restaurant. Oh, nice, nice, nice.
0: Okay, and that was a pretty intensive project, right? Because I've I've seen that studio, but it probably it probably wasn't yours. But that's a pretty intensive. I mean, the one I saw was like. One huge render, basically. And it was, like, really detailed. Dang! Is that kind of the same, what you guys did?
2: Yeah, that was what Upe wanted. Like, we all had to have a 36 by 30 section perspective. Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: Those are, I like
0: those. How much, how much, so so far in your first year of grad, how much more technical is it than undergrad? And, like, what what do
2: you do? It's a lot more technical. <laughs> Just straight up. I yeah, know,
1: right? I I'm going to go back a little because I have a question. So, when you did the ADA house, did you have to look into the codes and, like, did they make you do that or no? I had to ask. <laughs> you don't know? You don't know the studio? What do you mean?
0: What do you mean? <laughs> Everybody knows the answer to that question, Diana. Hey, I don't know. and
1: I didn't do good. And I barely know the teachers in tech, oh, honestly.
0: Gotcha. Okay, go ahead.
2: Answer yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> I you know, just wanted to... Know. We didn't focus on code, but we did have to utilize a ramp system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. My house was, I want to say, 354 feet in length. Mm-hmm. So the ramp was to code. Yes. Well, um, I mean... But every but
0: everything else, turn radius, stairs, widths of hallways, those weren't focused on being to code?
2: Like they were to code, but we didn't focus on having it to code. Like
0: Right. So the student she
2: was sure. like
1: pretending that it might work <laughs> and then just do it
2: Yeah, it's also happened like at one of the reviews like one of the reviewers was talking about how like technical we need to get and then neiman just snapped back saying that this was his student he was going to teach it how he wanted to <laughs> yeah that's why i was
0: laughing because i, knew, I don't know I knew, and neiman. I knew neiman didn't focus too much on the code because that wasn't the point of the project
1: I know, but I just figure that right. you're in masters. Well,
0: well, and it's for someone in a wheelchair. Hey, so I know you exactly. Figure it should yeah. be the co- like that. That, that, that ramps pretty. This speed, is why know? I didn't
1: do my masters. I'm, <laughs> nah, <all> right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's
0: that's, that's interesting. So then, yeah. when you did uh, the UPE studio, right? The um the reuse, you know, for the first the Neiman one. The I'm not gonna call it the Neiman one because I wanna. just did it. I think the project is is great, and yeah. I like the work. And I I've never had him. But I like the drawings. I, I mean, I love it. So I'm not gonna say it as if I'm bashing him. But that integrated studio didn't really focus on to code, right? For, because it is an ADA project, but didn't really focus on to code. So now my question is: the second studio, the reuse, how focused was it on structure, on the historic aspect? Mm-hmm. The, you know, like could you could you remove the facade? Could you change the facade? Could you add on any additions? You know, could you do a new roof? Could yeah, you
1: because, you know, new... when in the city, sometimes doesn't let you change the facade because so right. the, you
0: know. Exactly. So, like, how more technical and strict was that studio
2: in comparison? It yeah, like, gave us a lot more freedom to design. And for me, I was having problems trying to make sure I had enough space for everyone. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I removed the exterior facade.
0: Oh, okay. You, you were allowed to. Yeah. Interesting. Okay.
2: So was it. It was a concrete double T wall that was built in 1970. Mm-hmm. So that's when a tornado hit Lubbock and blew out the east and west sides. And you got a great memory, dude. Yeah. I know. I was like,
1: oh, I wouldn't even remember. You said that wall was built in
0: 1970.
1: The day and everything. The day, the time. <laughs> and then, it was
0: 3.08 p.m. What? <laughs> the demolition crew came in. Really. <laughs> And then what yeah. else did you do with that project? Took out the wall, made sure there, like, expanded it, sure there was enough capacity?
2: Yeah, so I took out the exterior double T wall since it was concrete, and I reused it as the interior walls. Okay,
0: nice, nice. That's, yeah, that's did you sustainable. Have, so did you look into, the, like, fire code? Like, only 800 people could fit in this space? Like, did you have to look into any of that or no? No. Nah. Okay, what about, like, any? Like,
1: capacity? Like how many did they told you? Like okay, we need this for like I don't know eighty people. Did they set that or no?
2: Really? I didn't say, but I took that into consideration. I had a lot of leftover space when I was working on this design.
0: Mm. Okay, so you kind of took it into your own hands to do your due diligence. It's like okay, we need more space for this type of program, so this wall's going to be blown out, and we're going to expand the space. That's pretty much your like what you were thinking going going into the project. Yeah. I mean, that's good doing your own due diligence because sometimes professors will just let you do whatever. Like one of my projects, we needed a um, they
2: just sink, like, a, like
0: a what they let you sink. They, no, we, we needed a swimming pool, like, like a lap pool, okay, in our rec center. My pool is not a lap pool, it was a lazy river.
1: <laughs> a lazy river, I was <laughs> like, we needed cascade out of the way. We needed
0: fall. um, two tennis courts, and obviously, a tennis court is certain sizes. Mine was smaller than regulation. Oh so goodness. it's good that you did. Well, because it didn't fit my design. So I, <laughs> I made it. fit. I made it fit. Right. <laughs> but like, that's good. You're doing your due diligence to yeah. make sure like your program is actually going to work because in grad school, that's something that they're going to they're be asking. Like this is a restaurant. This like how many how much square foot is this? This dining space, this dining area, this open food, food hall. Like, there's no way 150 people, 200 people, 300 people fit in this, you know? Mm -hmm. That's something we all know some reviewers (laughs) at times will mention. So, that's good that you did that. How much into, like, details or structure, uh, truss, joists, you know, beams, stuff like that, went into that project?
2: Like We use the existing structure since it is a truss that's supported by two columns. Okay. We just had a design around it.
0: Did you have to draw it, do any details of it, include it in your render, like, model it?
2: I did have to model it since part of my, well, since, you know, also had to do a, like a section model as well. In addition oh, to our wow. section perspective.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, and since I was, since my project was more focused on the entryway, showing how I just took out the walls, mm-hmm. I had to go in and model the trusses. Okay, nice. So
1: for that, like did you guys went into the side and measured and then based on that? You did your drawing or there was existing drawings that were given to you for the project?
2: It was both. Oh really? It was like on the second day of study, I believe. Like we all went out to the site and got the measurements. hmm And then the building was actually 144 feet by seventy seven feet, I think. Mm-hmm. Big building. Yeah. Uh, how much
0: urban was was in that project? Because it is literally on right next to First Friday. So how so how much uh Urban went into the project, but also how much of an impact did First Friday Art Trail have on the project?
2: That's what I had to really take into consideration since other than First Friday Art Trail, the area is just... Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how can I bring in more people when it's not First Friday Art Trail. Mm. So that's what I decided to do a restaurant.
0: Oh, okay, so that really did have an impact on the type of program you did. Right. What were other programs that some other people in your, in your class did? Do you remember?
2: remember some people were doing, like, co spaces.
0: Like work live or? Yeah. Okay, or just, like, offices, office studio type things.
2: And also education. Okay, nice.
0: And then, okay, let's go into the third, your third studio in Masters. Which one was that? With uh, Matt Garcia? Right. What type of studio was it? Right? We got integrative. We got adaptive reuse. What's the third one?
2: And this one was also a lottery pick and... When he did his presentation on the first day, when he said real world experience, I'm like, "Oh, so, since that's what I was lacking in." Okay, nice. so what that's good. What, what did you do there? We did a lot of site planning. Oh, Okay, nice. Nice. a lot
0: of okay, wow. And what what was the project?
2: We did two projects. The like, oh. first one was a warm-up project for a fruit truck court.
0: Oh, I remember this one. Okay, yeah, 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 go ahead.
2: And then the second project was a boutique hotel in the same site, but bigger.
0: It was Austin, right? Right was was the 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 food one and then the the hotel it was next to each other or you you reused that site for the hotel like all of it
2: yeah we used for the food truck court we had a yeah we used the same site for both projects but the food truck court was about half as small okay nice
1: so for the site planning it's more about like uh site analysis and like right. not really building but like or did you really do like deep or is it just massing or
2: we did focus on how we we did focus on actually getting into the site Mm -hmm. then for both projects i was trying to preserve the site so i was trying to figure out how i can incorporate an outdoor deck area since we also had to protect the trees
0: Mm. that's good that's interesting yeah so how how intensive were the drawings uh site drawings and then building drawings because it, lo- it sounds like it's more an urban
1: Yeah, project. I mean, I've seen, I, when we were in the print lab, I got to see some huge ones, and then you could you see, you know, all the sites, and then they have different colors for, like, um, culture, or, like, where people live, or how many, the ages, do you have to do that, or, like, traffic, you know, noise,
2: all that. That's it's something that we took into consideration. Mm. for like, my boutique hotel, I was trying to figure out how I can preserve the site. Then I was working on the actual building itself. Like,
0: mm-hmm. I had to go in
2: and change my concept since when you have a boutique hotel that's seventy five feet tall, surrounded by a bunch of buildings that is thirty feet tall, like Ooh, no, no that's not working. Yeah. You're, you're too
0: tall. Yeah. Um Dang. How 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 long did you spend on the site planning for that? And then how, how long did you spend designing like the building?
2: Yes. For me, I spent more time designing the building than I did the site. But I did focus on the site, but not as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Because as I was working on I to fall behind for some reason, like mm-hmm. for the project. Mm-hmm. And like when we first started the project, like I had just one goal, and that's not to fall behind. And then I started making progress with all the sketches I have. And then mm-hmm. we, had, we actually had two instructors, Matt and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy's was like, yeah, this is working for you. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get a p- good position not to pull any late nights. Yeah. And was like, <laughs> no, nah, I'm not buying Duh. it. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, like, all of those site plans and analysis, is, is it digital or, or you're by hand? Like, how early in the process are we?
2: Yeah, when we started this project, like, Matt did not let us go into the computer until, like, really? the last five weeks. So, it was all hand sketches.
0: Oh, nice. Were, were you using those for final presentations? I mean, I'm kind of surprised that in grad, you're doing anything sketches? by hand. Well, no, sketches are okay. And I was like. But, but more, like, you know, you presented these, like, they were, like, hand drawings, like, Final or mid review? Cause
1: I bet you they let you use whichever. Whatever. Right. Mm, what is it? Media, right? Or
0: mm-hmm. right. Mm. So what? What was your medium to use in grad? Like what? What were you focusing on?
2: For me, I wasn't really focusing on the digital.
0: Digital, okay. But like you know, he was kind of forcing y'all. That was the point of the studio, right? Not forcing, but that's the point of the studio to to do some things by hand.
2: Yeah. So like we spent about. Two to three weeks just sketching our ideas out. Okay. Like it was actually really calming and relaxing too, to be honest with you. Oh
0: nice. What well, what were you doing? Uh uh pens, uh Prisma, you know, marker, color pencil, like what, what what was what was the type of, you know, tools you were using?
2: I had different color pencils from my drawing kit that I bought my first year, so I was just using that to show that to represent the different spaces. Mm-hmm. I also do use the marker to show where the trees were.
0: Okay. Nice, nice. nice. And then uh so, what, what was that studio called? It was Kimor... It was the
2: East Austin Boutique Hotel.
0: Well, what was the, like... The name the for like the was there, was there, like, a name for the type, type of topical studio it was?
1: It's the lottery one.
0: Oh, the lottery. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, th- but, but, but this one didn't have a specific name for, like, the type that they were learning, right? It didn't have a name. Okay, okay. Okay, just, just wanted to make sure. And then the fourth one, did you travel for any of these? Yeah,
1: I was about to ask that, like, is there...
0: Because Stefani goes to Brazil or Honduras or God knows where, right? (laughs) (laughs) She goes all over the place in South America. Um, And then um, I do know one went to Cali. Um, Did you get to travel in in, in any of your masters?
2: Well, my first year, no, since they are like, close by in Lubbock. Right. But Upe did have us go to First Friday Art Trail so we can explain the site more.
0: Okay. And then so what was your, your last studio in Gratt?
2: I was with Dr. Savani.
0: Oh, okay, there you go. So did you did you go anywhere
2: with her? We were planning to go to we were planning to spend our spring break in Mexico City, so that's where our site was, but then the pandemic hit.
1: Oh, oh you were in that studio? Yeah. Oh yeah. I and remember that.
0: Yeah, so y'all didn't get to travel. That's like the like the nicest thing about grad. So you do get to travel
1: in your masters.
0: You and? just didn't get the opportunity. Yeah. COVID.
2: Yeah, but for the Austin C we did go to Austin.
0: Oh, okay. No, that's nice. That's, that's good. nice. Yeah, at least that uh, so Stefani's project, the Mexico project, uh, what type of studio was that, and then what was the project?
2: That was the Urban Studio. Okay, it was a requirement for the Urban and Community Design Certificate.
0: You got the certificate, right? Nice. So let let's 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 Thank explain you. that. Uh, you you know uh, it's an it's an extra semester, it's another year. Like, how do you get that certificate?
2: It's already implemented into the program to where like if you want a certificate, you can finish in the same amount of time.
0: Nice. So it's Maybe an extra class or two, but it fits in the curriculum.
2: It's not an extra class though; like it's all programs. Though. Like for me, I had to take one studio and then two electives, and then surprisingly, all those classes were taught by Doctor Stefani.
0: Oh, nice! So those electives you had to take anyway. You they so they apply they apply towards the certificate, right? Nice, yeah, oh, right. That's awesome. And then okay, so did the urban um, certificate? Wait, so was that studio part of the certificate? Right. Okay, nice, man. That's awesome. What was the project in Mexico City?
2: It's going to be incremental housing.
0: Uh, explain that. <laughs> What's incremental housing? I kind
1: of saw a project,
0: yeah. Definitely heard of it, right? When we t- we actually took Stefani's elective together. Right. So it
1: took you back to your first coming back, why you enter architecture, right? Oh, that's pretty interesting. Going back yeah. to housing. Your
0: last studio ended up being housing, which is yeah. what you came into architecture for. So right. what, what can, can you define incre- incremental housing? <laughs> Not define it, but can what you explain is in- yeah, what that, what that studio was about?
3: Yeah.
2: Like first we started at a larger scale, just understanding the site. And we did a lot of mapping, like, in like the first few weeks,
0: <laughs> the first like whole semester. I know. <laughs> she loves mapping.
2: Yeah. And then we looked at larger scales and then we got down to the unit scales to see what the unit was going to be about and how we can add on to the unit. Mm-hmm. And then when we got to, we had to go to Mexico City. That's when we started working in groups. And then we were trying to figure out how we can combine ideas from our individual president analyses, and then combine them together.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Were they like um,
1: different types of units, or was it just one?
2: It was just one unit. Like. One
1: unit, or it didn't really matter. I
2: think it really didn't matter since most of our time went to design the site. And then since the unit was the technical part, that's what we focused on last. You said design the site." Yeah, what, what do you mean by that? Because we all had different sites, like even though we were all in Mexico City, like we all had different sites, and then the site that I worked on was near a medical hospital. Mm-hmm.
1: So I feel like you had a huge site and you had to like literally design the whole outdoor space, right? Right The connections to
0: the units, right?
1: Right. I think I remember this. I think
0: so how large how large was it like was the site? Was it like the city? because it's an urban project, right? So urban is is more than just the block, right? So you, you have, like, I don't know. how many, was it more like a developer, how they have, like, you know, like, five acres of land, or did you have blocks, just, like, 20 blocks within the entire city, and we're doing this housing? Like, was it one big building, like, like what we're in right now? Or was it more Multiple. like 10 buildings, and it's all housing, and then you have to connect the pathways to it, and uh, you know,
2: the the circulation. All right. So we did focus on the circulation and mm-hmm. there's also I wanna say multiple buildings that were put together. Okay.
1: I feel like it's like whenever you go to those places like like um housing that's like gated and then you enter and you're like in a whole mm-hmm. community. I guess it was like that, right?
0: Wow. How much impact? Because I know she focuses on like, like cities of poverty, and um, I, I can't explain it anywhere near what she actually does. But um, basically, like in in Brazil, like you know, there's these houses, but then the residents themselves will build and keep adding to their housing because of the government isn't creating this housing? Right. So was was the area in Mexico City
2: in similar situations? Yeah, because the site that Oscar and I had like it was really run down and mm-hmm. trying to figure out how we can use it to create a healing as well.
0: Oh, okay. That's nice. good. And so like what what so th- this is way bigger scale, right, An urban project? Yeah. What were the majority of the requirements uh for final presentation? You know was there a lot of models or was there a lot of like unit plans or were you know what were we what were we focusing on
1: well there? he was in covid so everything was digital right yeah, you know like from not really models on, or it, you had to do a model
2: like everything was digital like mm-hmm. after the, after spring break mm-hmm. yes yeah, so we just had to dr's plan was also struggling to have how to teach the studio so we had to do like digital assignments instead uh-huh. mm-hmm.
0: so you're working from home home yeah. right? the apartment yeah Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he lo- he loves to bite.
2: He's I'm, talking I'm, that I'm, I'm
0: letting him bite for once, <laughs> but I shouldn't. Um, so, what what were the requirements? What type of drawings were were in your final?
2: We did our precedent analysis, and that's where we got our ideas from. Okay. And the doctor was finding like she wanted different things from each group, and then from Oscar and I, she wanted us to have like a big section.
0: Okay. Like a like an urban section of like the entire city, kind of showing, you know.
2: Oh, I think their
1: whole site, right, and how your houses are.
2: Yeah, as a section perspective. Mm-hmm. Wow, nice, nice. You Any had a,
1: a huge plan or no? no? Or like a zoom in like on a, one like of a, the a, units.
0: We did both. Mm. A macro of the uh, city, but also of this like, like a mezzo of the site, and then a micro of the unit. Right. Interesting. How did that? Uh, how does pre- presenting? from homework <laughs> via zoom like how how was how that yeah, it was
2: through zoom and then since oscar was having problems trying to present with his computer he emailed me the file so i had to present it okay and then it's trying to it was a powerpoint so i was trying to go to the next slide. But i had to wait like at times i had to wait five minutes just to get to the next slide. i'm like why yeah. it was the lag or yeah oh, What? Zoom, zoom
0: presentations must be so awkward like did, did you like working from home or did you do you prefer being in the studio like, do you think COVID, okay, all the studios are online, do you feel like uh, that helped you, or would you have rather been in the studio?
2: And for me, I think it helped me, because when we were in the studio, we were in there from about four hours, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And then online, it was just like about an hour or two, max from the computer, and after that, I was done, and mm-hmm. take a break, and do that one, and get back to work.
0: Uh, uh, how, how different was like Desk Critique's from being in studio and then studio via Zoom, via online, you know? Like, wh- what, t- like what's the difference?
2: Yeah, so there were times where Dr. finally took an actual class day to have, like, desk critiques with the groups. Mm-hmm. And then since she didn't get to all of us, like, in the scheduled time, there were times where she obviously went over. And then mm-hmm. I want to say, like, before I found a review, like, she met with us, I want to say 7 p.m. on a Friday. Mm-hmm. That gave us more time to get more of our work done. Ah, oh, that's
0: good.
1: Yeah. So, well, before we run in time, um, I just want to know, like, on your thesis, you you had to do one, right, for you to get your master's, or no?
2: Yes, yeah, so it was a graduate comprehensive exam.
1: The uh huh. So, what is actual, that? that? Was an actual test? I don't. Know, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was no, a no, thesis only. A test.
2: I think it's what we talked about
0: on the on a previous episode, right? Was it? Oh, I don't know. Is, is that what it is? The GCE? Know. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I know. I know you want to speak speak about that. There wasn't an actual written test exam. So what what right? is it basically?
2: Yeah. What you do is like after you finish your first three graduate studios, like before Thanksgiving, they're gonna yeah school gonna email you telling you to print out your first three graduate projects from studio, and you're gonna present them between a the panel, and going was just engaged in the conversation with them like can you do the research, like focusing on the precedents, like how technical can you get. Mm-hmm. and then I have my I thought I failed it because I, of my projects I focus on the HVAC and I'm like crap I failed it <laughs> and <laughs> Dang. then like towards the end like that's when they told me that I passed and they said like they liked how I was able to back up with my research and actually I have a document of all my research and my notes that I wanted to explain mm-hmm. um, but they said that what I need to focus on was the HVAC and they said the same that you get from working in a firm like well, that's why I don't have it
1: yeah so this you presented it in Zoom
2: Yes, yeah, so it was after all the finals were done. Mm-hmm. It was the day after.
1: So, I mean, I don't know if you know, but like, if, let's say if, if there wasn't COVID, you would have presented it like a normal fi- final review in front of people?
2: Yeah, this was before COVID, so that's what I did. Oh, okay.
1: Wow.
0: Nice. So you only had to do three of them. <laughs> you only had to do three, your first three, three grad grad, right? Right. And it was in person. Right was there any feedback was it back and forth was there a conversation between each project
1: or did, did they just let you talk and they didn't say anything
2: yeah. Yeah. you have requirements that you have to meet and that's what they email you up before the presentation mm-hmm. and they just have to make sure that you can use all your projects to back up what they're asking for mm-hmm. like can you do research like can you focus on precedents? well that's good also make design awesome. decisions yeah
0: what's what's next for you you're working at uh you know don't, don't don't name the place we, we never name where we work but you know you're working at this fast-paced retail job dude i'm so sorry it's all good <laughs> you're working at this fast-paced retail job you're probably looking at dang. <laughs> ow he's wow stop 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 <laughs>
1: Okay, guys, um, Nick just lost, like, five fingers. <laughs>
0: Dude, honestly, he is killer. That's why you never bite. Probably edit that out. Um, so you, okay. So, not my part, though. Not, <laughs> we'll keep it raw. So you're working at a fast-paced retail. Every two, three weeks, you're probably dishing out CDs, switching projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we got five more minutes. How much do you think undergrad, grad, the whole education process really prepared you for currently what you're doing? And, you know, where do you see yourself in a couple of years? You know, do you, are you trying to move up? Are you trying to use more Revit? you Are trying to, like, are you ever planning on going into housing, uh, licensure? Like, you know, so did, did school really prepare you? And then, you know, in the next couple of years, where do you see yourself?
2: I know there's one class that I took in undergrad that was BIT. That's mm-hmm. where we focus on construction documents since that's what we do at the firm. Mm-hmm. And then we are working on projects, like it's fast paced, like mm-hmm. about a few thousand square feet. So after like every two or three weeks, like that's it, and then we back it up and then move on to the next one.
1: So I wanna ask, I mean, you don't have to answer this, but it'll be nice to know like what kind mm-hmm. of um retail, what what's the stores you have done
2: or worked on? And then a bunch of Hagandosses and like lens crafters, sunglass hats. Mm-hmm. Nice, okay. So are those are those more
0: like you know? Because uh, don't they the have sh- like
1: their own architect and they already have like the plans?
2: Yeah, so everything's done. So I have to do is make the construction documents.
1: Oh yeah, that's why it's fast space because it's already the shells are already built.
2: Right. You're just uh,
0: doing the CDs, kind of filling in the holes, right? And and then passing it along. Nice. Do you guys have um, just a studio or studio in your office? Is it just architects or is there interior designers?
2: Do do have those that have graduated with an interior design degree.
0: Okay. So, um, but the, in, like, haagen or other places would have their own interior designers, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what you get. <laughs> That's what you get. Don't bite me. You've been biting me for the past hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Before he really goes crazy, uh, so, like, are those in- interior designers working on those same projects?
2: Yeah, so we have, like, two teams. Like, we have an architecture team that does the construction documents for the architecture sheets. Mm-hmm. And then we also have an engineering team that does MEP in-house.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. Man, that sounds like there's a lot of work going into it. Yeah. And there's, it's nice that you get to work with other disciplines. It's not just architects. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, because I'm sure those, those other retailers, they have their own architects. They have their own interior designers, right? right. But you get to work directly with your interior designers and your architects in in the in the office. That's awesome. It's, I mean, it sounds like it's a great experience. You know, you've been there for a year. Yeah. You know, hopefully it lasts longer. Hopefully, you know, you get what you're looking for. But I really hope you get to get some experience with housing. You know, really see if that's that's really what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I mean, and what you love. I mean, I mean, I used to not like housing, right? The idea of single housing, but now I'm getting really interested in it. So I mean your 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 likes and, and needs and wants can change. Yeah. So I mean if you if you fall in love with retail, you don't want to do housing anymore, that's perfectly fine. Just don't don't just dismiss it right away. Definitely. I hope you do something with it. Just to see if it is really what you like. And if not, then you know, you know you like retail. Yeah. All right, I'm dying over here. (laughs) All right, man. Really appreciate you coming in. Thank you for Uh, coming. (laughs) Next time, we'll do it at Diana's, so this boy is not going crazy. (laughs) All right, man. We'll talk later. All right. Hey guys, thank you for listening to another week's episode of Architecture Matters Podcast. We really appreciate you guys tuning in every week. Uh, we put out new episodes every Monday on some platforms.
1: Yep. You can uh, listen to us in Google Podcast, um, Spotify for sure. Uh, now on youtube if yep, you want to see us are on yeah we're starting to to get to get there
0: yep see D- diana's beautiful face
1: oh thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> also on apple uh, radio public mm-hmm. uh breaker anchor etc cetera, etc cetera. yep if you guys would like to be a guest on the podcast feel free to uh, dm us on Arc matters podcast on instagram mm-hmm. uh, also if you have any uh, ideas, topics, of conversations, questions, feel free to DM us and we'd love to hear from you.